welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And I'm back in the driver's seat. <laughs> Thank God. For this episode <laughs> and all future episodes. That's right. You guys are safe once more. If you have no clue what we're talking about, you need to go back and listen to our last two episodes because Brian hosted those when we were wrapping up our Prequel Defense Force series. But I am back in the hosting seat and I have show notes and I'm very happy about it because I feel organized. <laughs> yeah, we learned Everything our is good in the world again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, uh, Brian refuses to read the show notes. So it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. I don't know where time. this is going. I'm with you guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, today um, we're going to talk about some of the latest Star Wars news, and we're going to talk about the Clone Wars movie. So this Sweet. season we're going to be recapping um, the Clone Wars series in general. I'm not sure if we're going to recap every single episode, but I think we're going to touch upon like the bigger arcs and episodes that we really, really like. Sweet. So this isn't going to be a full run-through, um, but we're going to highlight the Clone Wars and... We're not calling it Clone Wars Defense Force or whatever <laughs> because everyone loves the Clone Wars and it doesn't need defending. That's um, true. We're just celebrating it and talking about how much we love it because we're yeah. excited that it's coming back. That's very so, true. So, yeah. Before we get into it, though, Brian, how are you? What I'm you doing been well. Doing lately? I'm doing well. Um, I've had some flamingos recently. That was cool. That's what I wrote on my show notes. I said, Brian fed flamingos. I did. So there's a place um, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes north of Naples called Bonita Springs. And in Bonita, there is a restaurant called Buffalo Chips. Check it out. Free plug. Um, <laughs> they're amazing. And so Monique and I uh, had lunch there. And as we were driving back home, we saw this place that we passed hundreds of times it's just there it's called everglades wonder gardens and i always knew i, th I knew it was like an actual garden you know there's a bunch of plants in there and i i th i'm pretty sure i knew there were alligators in there like a little thing where you can see them We're like oh cool yeah let's go see some alligators why not so like on a whim we went into this place and as we walked in we paid for our tickets and they gave us four little brown bags and we're like what is this they're like Ooh. oh that's food I was like, food? What do you mean? They're like, yeah, you get to feed the animals. I was like, what? This is already the coolest thing in the world. So we got to feed a couple alligators, which was neat. Ooh. And then they had turtle food, and then there were some Aww. tortoises, and then they had flamingo food. Do they like, eat what? it like out of your hand, or did you like throw it to them? Oh, well, I mean, some people can throw it. I fed them from my hand. Cause oh. I, so the cool thing, I lived on a farm in North Carolina, and we mm -hmm. had peacocks, we had emus, we had rias, we had a ton of birds and stuff. But uh, no flamingos. And so yeah, so I was like, all right, cool. I want to, I want to feed, I want to feed these flamingos. And so when you go, they've got a ton of like ibis, which are these little like white birds with like pencil beaks. They're weird looking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's like thirty of them. So you throw food. There's peacocks just walking around. You could throw some bird seed on the ground. But the flamingos, they're not in an enclosure. They're just walking around. Hmm. So you can like put the food in your hand. And I was showing Monique how to feed them and. It was cool, man. I've never That's fed a flamingo cool. before. Yeah. Flamingos are stinky, though. Yeah, these ones, I think, showered. So it was neat. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I didn't get, I didn't try to hug it or anything. Uh, yeah. See, so I, I just know flamingos from, like, the Animal Kingdom at Disney. And every time you mm -hmm. go past mm -hmm. the little flamingo exhibit, I always hold my breath because they smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Animal Kingdom. Is it cool? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ashamed so to say animals. I've, like, grown up in Florida. I've been to Disney once. Well, that's sad. But you I live know. like 
far away. I live like three and a half hours south. Yeah, it's not like convenient, really. Exactly. It's a whole day. Yeah. But that's cool. Yeah, so I fed flamingos and alligators, and that was neat. That's cool. Uh, I fed my dog. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. He's the size of an alligator. Yeah, and they actually call uh, his breed, they call them Maligators. He's a Malinois, and because they're so bitey, they call them alligators as a joke. Of course. And, uh, so I basically have fed an alligator. I've also fought with one. He likes to play. So oh, <laughs> for, half, <laughs> uh, for half a second, I was like, "You fought an alligator? That's awesome!" But, yeah, the I should have kept that crossed. going longer. You should. I would have believed it. Just like because you're small, so imagine you on top <laughs> of an alligator, just like punching it in the eye. I mean, you can you can hold an alligator's mouth shut with your hands. Uh, you know, so I would believe I it. would never do that. I'm not that brave. <laughs> um, okay, so what have I been up to lately? Yeah, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> I think, not, I mean, not really. I've been working a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, finished up a lot of cool projects that I was really excited about. Alligator wrestling. Alligator wrestling, you know, in my spare time when I yeah. can. When you need a yeah, breather. Yeah, not a whole lot, but I'm really enjoying the weather here. Like, this is the first time I've lived in a place that actually has four seasons because in Florida, it's hot all the time. Tell me and that. I lived in Southern California for a year and it was hot all the time. Mm-hmm. Um and so this is my first time living somewhere where fall is actually a real season and not just something you see on TV. Mm. Um, so the leaves here are like bright red and bright yellow. And every time I go outside, I'm just like, it's magical. It's just like in the movies. And <laughs> it's just been like so exciting. And I feel like such a weirdo. But uh, yeah, it's been like really cool. So that's good. Yeah, Does that's it snow? What's been going on. Does it <laughs> snow where you're at? Um, it snows. Yes, it snows, but it doesn't snow a lot, um, Mm -hmm. which is good. Like, it's nice that there's a little bit of snow where I live, um, but not enough to where it disrupts your life. That's good. But it's cool because if we want to drive like an hour or two away, we can be in like a snowy forest and really be in like a winter wonderland. But where our house is, not a ton. It'll snow a little bit, maybe a couple times, but not really a ton. Do you like the snow? I do. I would not like to live in a lot of snow, mm-hmm. um, but I was here for Christmas last year. I was visiting Sean, and it snowed for a couple of days, and it was really pretty. It just, like, covered the the yard and, like, our cars and stuff. I was like, oh, this is so pretty, but it was nice because it melted within a day or two, and it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, we didn't have to snow shovel, thank goodness, <laughs> um, but then on Christmas day, we actually drove like an hour and a half away and we went hiking in like legit snow, like feet of snow. Oh yeah. I remember Um, those pictures. Yeah. So that was cool. But I, yeah, I don't mind it here, but if I lived in a place that had a ton of snow, I would not be fond of that. So yeah. Yeah. Good point. Okay. We're going to talk about Star Wars now because that's why you guys are here. You don't care if we fed flamingos or <laughs> live in a pretty place. Whatever. What? We get it. I you bet don't they care do. about us. You just want to listen to the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about us, but I think our audience definitely cares about flamingos. All right. Okay. You know? I'm sorry I hate it on the flamingos. Yeah. You watch it. <laughs> and the alligators. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're in the driver's seat now. I think you could just dismiss flamingos. <laughs> Savannah, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> so... About, I think it was two weeks ago, um, Star Wars Resistance aired. That is the new animated series. It's like kind of anime inspired. 
takes place right before The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And I watched the first episode. I think Brian watched, you watched the first three. Is I did correct? indeed. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I was not really a fan, but I was also not expecting to be a fan of this show. When the trailer came out, I was just like, mm, not really into this. I don't really have an affinity for pilots. I don't really care for that time period in Star Wars right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just decided, hey, I'm going to watch it and see what I think. And um, I thought the animation was way cooler than I expected. I, I thought it was going to look really flat and a little a little boring, but I thought it was actually really nice. Um, so I like the animation. I love how much Poe Dameron was in the first episode because that's the only oh, one yeah. I saw. I really, really like that. I think BB-8 is adorable. But as a whole, I don't think I'll be watching that show. And personally, I think Kaz is a little... Uh-oh. annoying um hmm. but basically what i'm saying is like i wasn't a fan of this show brian how did you feel about it and then i'll finish my thought um i also wasn't a fan yeah. i feel bad saying that because i really really want to like it um it's just not for me it's definitely um and this isn't necessarily a bad thing it's definitely targeted toward a younger audience yeah, more so than totally rebels fine. and clone wars you yeah. know, um, it, I mean, the performances were all really good. The animation's cool. Um, I don't really see, the, maybe it's new anime style, but like, I'm a big anime fan and it's all like 2D yeah. animation, you know, and they could do stuff. This was like 3D with a 2D kind of feel to it. I don't know. It wasn't yeah. really, it's, it's, it's a preference thing. Some people like Norman Rockwell. Some people don't. Some people like Picasso. Some people don't. I yeah. don't really like the animation style. Um, when you when talking about Kaz, actually, uh, that's another thing that's definitely targeted toward a younger audience because yes. even his voice is higher pitched because that's how pe- how people talk to kids in cartoons. Yeah, you know, it's like a big that's that's what they like. They like a higher pitched register. Um, I I like Flix and Orca. That's something I really really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. Flix looks really, really cool, like a spindly owl chicken. Yeah, I like um, them too. I like them a lot. Yeah, he was cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna watch the show. I'm gonna be honest with you because I'm all about the canon and the lore, and like I want to know yeah. the story they're gonna tell. But I'm I, I'm not invested at all. It just isn't yeah. for me. You know what I mean? Which is cool. Like if you're if you love it, by all means, enjoy the hell out of it. But yeah, I just not really, not really my bag. Not really my bag. I. See, with Rebels, um, some of Rebels I, I wasn't super fond of, but I watched it because saying, like, I wanted to know the story. I wanted to know all the little tidbits that were going on. Mm-hmm. And I really cared about what was going on. Sure. Even though some episodes were a little disinteresting to me, I watched mm-hmm. all of them. But with this show, I really, 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 really had a hard time watching the first episode. Like, I skipped a lot of it because I just... <gasps> Savannah. I, yeah, honestly, like I really had to. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to mention that if you are like me, I don't think there's going to be very many of you out there, but if you're like me and you watched the first episode and didn't like it, but you still want to know what's going on without watching the show, um, Sky Talkers podcast is doing like resistance episode recaps. Yes. Like they're doing shows about each episode. And I adore them. So I've been listening to, there's only been two so far, but I've been, I listened to both of the episodes and they were really interesting and it kind of helped inform me as to like what went on in the episode without having to watch it. Agreed. Um, 
They're better so, in yes. some regards. The Sky Talkers episodes in some ways are better than the show. Oh, they always are. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you, yeah, if you're similar to me and you still want to know what's going on, but, you know, reading an article about it or actually watching the show isn't really your thing, go listen to Sky Talkers. Um, so, yeah. And then listen to every episode they've ever done because they're amazing. They're the best. <laughs> and people probably think that they pay us to say this. They I know. Don't. It's just, <laughs> there's a section in the show notes that just says geek out on Sky Talkers of every show. Yeah, and so. you'll get paid a lot of money. Yeah, no, that's not true. No, it's not, but um, amazing. <laughs> I did, I did want to mention real quick that Joel Aaron and, oh, who was the other guy? Keith Kellogg, maybe? Could be wrong. Anyways. Sounds familiar. Joel Aaron and another guy from the Star Wars Resistance team, mm-hmm. uh, they did a little speaking part at the i think it was the santa clarita public library i think that's yes, like a little mini comic con yeah and if you go on i believe it's on the santa clarita library's youtube channel there are two videos of the panel that they did oh i didn't know that um and it's it's really really cool they only talk about animation they don't really go into story because they're both animation guys mm-hmm. um but they talk about how they came up with the style they talk about how they actually achieve it. They show you the different layers and levels of creating this animation. And I already liked the animation style once I started watching the show. I didn't really like it in the trailer, but once I started watching the show, I, I appreciated it more. And mm-hmm. then after watching their panel, it made me appreciate it a lot more. So if you're if you have some time and you want to watch that, it's on YouTube. It's really cool. Um, I think it might be like a half hour long total can't really remember but anyways it's out there go check it out you know something i really like about resistance all the aliens yeah because there's a ton they are everywhere yeah i like that too it's just it's honestly kaz if he wasn't in the show i'd be into it (laughs) and that's harsh but it's because he's the main character if he was a background character i could ignore him for his time on screen but because Mm -hmm. he's the main character and he is there so much i just can't do it yeah like yeah it's a, it's a bit much to, to some, for much. sure. And that's okay. I'm happy that kids are seeming to enjoy it because that's what it's targeted towards. And even even Joel Aaron said in that panel, he's like, this show is for kids. And I was like, yeah, it is. And that's fine. I'm just not a kid. so. For sure. For sure. And that, that's one thing that I always think about is like when criticizing something, it's important to remember that just because somebody doesn't like something doesn't mean that thing is inherently bad. Exactly. You know, it's just art not is relative. For me. Exactly, yeah. and which that's cool. That's it. Yeah. It's great art style. I'm just not a fan of it. I don't like looking at it. Totally, but it's fine. it's very well done. It's still art. Yeah. So yeah, if you enjoy. Resistance, I feel bad saying you. I don't like it too because it's one of those things that I like too. I know how much time and effort they put into this, and like it's a passion project, you know, like, and it makes me sad to not like it because I'm like, man, but I like those people and I want to support their work. It's just. You know, know. sometimes Same. it's not for everyone and that's okay. And that's the great thing about Star Wars now is that there's so much content out there that mm-hmm. you can pick and choose what you want to immerse yourself in and Absolutely. you don't have to be a part of every little thing if you don't want to. So You're right. You're right. Cool. And moving on. Moving in on. In the same light, um, mm-hmm. they released more information about the Star Wars live action series that's being Ooh. directed by Jon Favreau. Yes. Um, this is so so exciting um yes. so john posted this thing on instagram about 
what The Mandalorian is about. That's the title of the show is The Mandalorian. I'm going to read the little synopsis about the show. It says, After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. So excited about this. And I know I just said I'm not really fond of this time period, and I'm not, but <laughs> they said gunfighter. They said gunfighter. I am there. Like, pilots aren't really Same. my favorite thing. To be honest, Jedi are like, you know, I like Jedi and I like watching Whoa. them, but um, like, my favorite thing about Star Wars is the smugglers, the bounty hunters, you know, the just the. The underworld. The gritty underworld. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not even a huge fan of like Mandalorians in general but I think this is going to be totally up my alley because of the tone and just they said lone gunfighter like I'm in I'm, they, I'm they in did. Um, they also released some information about the directors mm-hmm. and Dave Filoni is going to be directing the very first episode which is like yes they're oh, grooming him for a movie man I'm so excited and I'm like so happy for him because same. I don't know if he wants this, but we've all been wanting this. <laughs> right. Now he's Maybe got I'm just to. happy for us. I remember him on like photos of him on set of like Rogue One and all that stuff. I was like, he's not there doing like research to, oh, I'm going to put this in Rebels. Like they could email him that. Yeah. You know, like this dude is seeing how a set is run. Like he's learning from the best of the best. And then when I heard that he's directing the pilot of this, I was like, okay, so they're going to test him out on yeah. an episode of TV. A set is a set. Yeah. And, uh, Dude, if he wants to make a movie later on, if this goes well, it's just the same thing on a bigger scale. They trust I hope him with it's the just a matter of time. I hope it happens. I'm sure it you is. Know? I'm sure it is. Yeah. Dude knows what's up. I am super excited. And then there's four other people that they announced. Two of them I remember. Two of them I do not. So, Brian, hopefully you'll remember the two I do not. Um, mm-hmm. One of them is Ron Howard's daughter. Is yes. Her first, what is her first Bryce name? Dallas Howard. Bryce. Did you know she directed? Because I did not. I did not. No, I did not know that. Me neither. I knew she was an I actress. She's a great actress, but yeah. didn't know she directed. And you know what's funny is that I didn't even know her name, but I saw Howard and I saw her face and I was like, oh, yeah. is she not <laughs> Howard's daughter? Like I've seen her in Jurassic World, but I didn't make the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she's going to be doing one. And then the guy who directed um, Thor Ragnarok, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Taika Waititi, I think. I'm not, I don't have it in front of me. Okay. Well, it's him. Mm-hmm. And I did not watch Thor Ragnarok, but a lot of people are excited about this guy, and mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited too. Do you remember the other two people? Uh, nope. One of them is someone who works on Jessica Jones, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I never saw the second season of Jessica Jones. I never watched the second so, season either. Yeah, I mean the first season was all right. I'm looking up the names: Colin Wilson. Is that who they announced? Sure. Uh, Hang on. It's Deborah Chow. She works on Jessica Jones. Rick Famuiwa. I'm horrible at pronouncing things, guys. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I totally butchered that. Uh, It says that he's from the show Dope, I guess. Or maybe it's a movie. I'm not sure who he is. I don't know what that is. And then um, 
Bryce Howard, who we already mentioned, and the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok. I need to learn how to pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's just nice. Even though I don't really know a lot about these people, I'm just excited that it's half male, half female, very diverse cat, you know, very di- diverse list of directors. Um, yeah. And that's a good thing. Like, I don't Agreed. even care what these people have done before. Like, I'm just happy that they're different and it's not all just dudes that have previously already worked on Star Wars. I'm very happy that Dave Filoni is a part of this, but it's also nice to see new faces and Agreed. it's nice to see some girl faces. Like, Yeah, just- absolutely. This, this was a really big deal because with the announcement of like Ryan Johnson getting his own trilogy and then the Game of Thrones guys getting to direct their own Star Wars movies, like mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to talk about this as a girl because I don't want to sound like I'm being whiny, but it is a little exhausting when you're just ready to see a girl directing a star wars movie and yes kathleen kennedy sure. is like the helm of the ship and i True. love her to death and like that's why i love her so much is because she has built such an amazing career and she worked so hard to get where she is today that i just really respect her and admire her for that and to see other women have the opportunity to like play a part in star wars to further their career and like give them some credibility i think that's just awesome sure and it's just a massive deal. It's a huge, 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 huge deal. It is. So I'm like really excited about that, even though I don't know a lot about these women. I'm just really happy that they're a part of it. And it's a really important step for the future of Star Wars and just the future of like filmmaking in general. And mm-hmm. I know this is a TV show and not film, but it's just nice to know that if they're willing and ready to hire female directors for the show, that it will just be a matter of time for it to happen on an actual film. And for I'm really sure. excited about that. Sure. Really excited. So how do you feel about this show? Are you excited? Oh, I'm over the moon. Pumped. I'm very, very, very excited for this. So yeah, I mean, dude, live action Star Wars. I don't care what it is. I'm, I'm so into it. And the what was interesting to me was, I, well, I'm a huge, huge, huge John Favreau fan. Like, I love literally everything he's touched. I think mm-hmm. he's amazing. If you haven't seen Chef, get on that. It's incredible and will make you very hungry. Uh, but I love John Favreau. So when I heard that he's doing a live-action series, I'm, like, so into it. And then he's doing a Mandalorian. I was like, you mean the dude that played a Mandalorian is <laughs> yeah. writing a thing about That's what I love is that he has also voiced a character. Dude, he's, like, the, like, cookie-cutter Mandalorian, like warmongering, like pre Vizsla, dude. I love it. You know, I love and it. I did think it was interesting though that the synopsis, you know, it says after the stories of Django and Boba Fett, neither of which were Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and they like George Lucas made it a point to say they're not Mandalorian in the Clone Wars. Yeah. So I wonder if this person also is not a Mandalorian. Yeah. What if he's just wearing the armor, and I don't know how he came by it. Yeah. You know, maybe he's hiding who he is. I think they also mentioned Django and Boba Fett because. They're the most well-known. For sure. Like, they definitely need a point of reference to the average yeah. uh, and, viewer. And average viewers don't realize that Django and Boba are not Mandalorians. Like I know. So maybe it's a little Easter egg for us. <gasps> oh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad they put Django as well. You know, yeah, if it just put Boba, I'm like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, let's acknowledge the full, the full story. Like, yeah. Boba's literally a clone of Django. But I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about it. And... I'm beside myself. I'm equally excited for Dave Filoni to be in live action. 
Yeah. Because I'm telling you, this is a stepping stone. Yes. He's using this as a training ground to move to bigger things. If there's yeah. ever going to be an Ahsoka movie, it oh, would be God, Dave Filoni behind it. I need that so bad. <laughs> but think, they're not they're not going to just give him a $250 million movie because mm-hmm. he did animation. Right. You know what I mean? So they're going to test him first, have him do an episode or two. You know, if it goes really well, maybe have him do another one, maybe have him do another one, and then work his way up. Right. We know they trust Filoni with the franchise. Right. Even George did, you know. Right. So I'm I'm very excited. Um, the only one I'm nervous about is just a personal hang-up with uh, Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep not knowing how to pronounce his last name. I think he's a very talented actor and filmmaker, but I did not like Thor Ragnarok at all. Um, because it was very much his spin on the character mm-hmm. and Thor's my favorite superhero. And mm-hmm. I was like, you completely, what's going on? This is not Thor. Um, so See, I'm I don't hoping... like Thor, so I didn't even watch I it. Do. We I actually, we were actually going to watch it one night because it, it's on Netflix mm-hmm. and, um, Sean and I had it on for maybe 15 seconds and we saw the intro and we were like, mm, no, not for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I off. felt this. Think about that. I felt the same way. But Thor's Through my the whole favorite thing. superhero. <laughs> you know, like, so that was a big thing. I'm like, oh man, like, just give me yeah. something like loyal to the character, you know? And so yeah. I, I'm, that's my only like trepidation with the whole thing is like, I hope he doesn't do the same thing he did with Thor Ragnarok to the Mandalorian. And it's just super self referential, slapsticky kind of humor takes me out of the story. But I don't think that'll I don't happen because it's Star Wars. And I think, I think Marvel is so on the humor hype train now, which, which is why I don't watch Marvel movies. I, like, I know why they did it. Like, but. I have a feeling this will be a very serious tone show. Agreed. I mean, obviously it'll have a little bit of humor in it. That's Star Wars, but it's not going to be, like, <laughs> the Ragnarok. purpose of the show, yeah, isn't going to be to be funny. So, um, yeah. I'm not super worried Like, I see that. what they did, because Guardians of the Galaxy is amazing, and they needed to yeah. bring the Guardians in through the storyline of Thor, so they used Thor's, like, cranked up the humor to 12, so that he see, could be able like to bring them in. I don't like Guardians at all. Oh, dude, I love Guardians. But that's because they're their own thing. And then they did a less funny Guardians featuring Thor. Anyway, beside the point, if you love the movie, (laughs) cool, man. Not for me. Uh, But I'm very, very, very excited. Uh, The pictures that Jon Favreau released got me even more excited. Yeah, he posted a picture of the ice cream maker that Will Will Rowe Hood. Mm -hmm. And uh, a gun or weapon of some sort that looks just like the weapon that Boba Fett carries in the holiday special. Mm-hmm. With the pink brontosaurus. The pink bubblegum brontosaurus if you watch the yeah. Star Wars show this week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, and when they announced the information about the directors, they actually shared a picture of this Mandalorian-looking character. I'm assuming yes. he's the main character, but we really don't know. That's true. So, That's true. Could be just a passerby. And I'm assuming <laughs> it's a he. I don't know. So, yeah, who knows? I do think his 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 uh, armor looks really cool. Yeah, and you can Very tell Western. it's been sourced from many different types yes. of armor. I think one of them is a short trooper shoulder bell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm just really stoked for this. I'm really Same. happy. So Same. So that's it's been be a amazing. very bright light in my life lately. Yeah, it's gonna be cool, and it's like it. What do you say? It takes place just like within a handful of years from episode six. Yeah. So, so you're talking about like a war-torn galaxy yeah. with, you know, the like the remnants of the Empire. Like it's going to be kind of like the space between three and four mm-hmm. where the Empire is just destroying. It's a lot of like destitute places. 
mm-hmm. this would be the same thing, but minus the imperial regime, obviously. Uh, so it's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Good, good, uh, place for aliens. Very yeah. excited about that. You know, good, good breeding ground for cameos mm-hmm. with the underworld. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very, very, very excited. I am too. For this Mandalorian, I am too. They haven't announced exactly when the show is coming out, but I'm assuming it'll be next fall when the uh, Disney streaming, streaming service, service comes mm-hmm. out. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It is. I'm pumped. I'm just happy they announced this like now because I was feeling <laughs> a little bit bummed about resistance and like not mm-hmm. being into it. And so I felt much better after this was announced and I was like, Oh good. There's going to be something out there for me. Like, <laughs> Sure. Sure. Uh, it just feels good. But now we're going to talk about our main topic of today's show, which is the star, star Wars. Wars, the clone Wars movie. Yes. We are talking about that guys. Woo! I watched this on Sunday and I just asked Brian a few minutes ago if he watched it this week, and he said no. I don't remember you asking me to. <laughs> I just assumed that you would. Oh, don't ever assume, Savannah. Nuance <laughs> is lost on me. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, before I get into like the plot and details about this movie, I wanted to ask if you actually watched it when it came out. It was released on August 10th, 2008. Yes. Um, did you see it in theaters. the theaters? I did the day oh, okay. I came out. So, mm-hmm. what was that? Li- what was that like? Uh, at the time, mm-hmm. not a fan at all. Really? Not a fan at all. Wow. No, nope. nope. I hated Ahsoka, man. We're I gonna talk about that it. in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I walked out of the theater and I was like, "What was? What happened?" Aww. Uh Did you like in ho- wait in line? Like, was uh, it like a midnight well, premiere? No, it wasn't the midnight premiere. Uh, to no, it wasn't. Um, it was the day after. It was like that Friday night. Um, yeah, was not into it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I like it a lot. You know, I've I've seen it several times since. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the Clone Wars series ended, and then having watched it again, I like it a lot. It makes a yeah. lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into so- it. So. I have zero recollection of knowing that this movie even came out at the time. Like, I definitely did not see it in theaters. I don't even remember hearing about this movie when it came out. Like, I either I don't remember or I literally had no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't until my brother started watching the animated series on TV that I realized The Clone Wars was a thing. Um, because prior to that, I had only ever seen the micro series. And so I watched the series with him on TV. I have no idea when I actually realized there was a movie. I I don't Uh. remember watching it for the first time. Um, I honestly have no clue. I I have a feeling. I have a feeling the first time I watched this was probably a few years ago. Like, Really? Yeah. I, wow. I have no idea when I first watched this movie, and I know it wasn't when it came out. I, I, I Yeah. it, it was. So it's weird. kind of a weird experience, and it's funny because I remember um, talking to one of my friends before, and she's, uh, she's eight years older than me, I think. Nice. And she had told me that when this movie came out, her and her sister went to the theater to watch it, and they were so excited. I think they were in college at the time, and they were just, like, so excited to go see it. And I was like, really? This was in theaters? Like, I had no <laughs> idea. I had no clue. 
Um, I, I think I just assumed it went straight to DVD. I, mm. Yeah. So it's a very weird experience for me. <laughs> sure. Like this movie in general. But I remember um, like prior to this Sunday when I watched it again, I remember like my thoughts about this movie were that, oh yeah, that's where Ahsoka's introduced. And I thought, mm, story's a little bad and animation's <laughs> a little bad. And for some reason, um, my husband and I turned it on to watch this weekend and I, I go, ooh, here we go. And then it started and I was like, this is actually really good. Right? <laughs> the animation was way better than I remember for some reason. And I think mm -hmm. it's because the animation in this movie is better than what it was in like season one of the Clone Wars. I think I assumed it would be worse. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it was so different. Maybe they had a different budget or I, I have no idea. I don't know enough about it to sure. say. But uh, I was really impressed with it this weekend. I was like, whoa, this is actually great. And uh, I want to know like why I was tainted for all these years and first of all didn't know about the movie and why i thought it was bad for so long but <laughs> i don't so, know same thing with me because i i i've seen it twice to this day okay so Honestly, I saw maybe it. me too i have no idea <laughs> Perfect. so i saw it in theaters once and i was like god it's awful and that was back in 08 i didn't watch it again until last year because uh my friend david and I, we started a show, Brian and David Talk Star Wars, mm -hmm. currently on hiatus, stand by. <laughs> and um, the first episode we did was reviewing the Clone Wars movie because he's never seen it. He hasn't seen anything Clone Wars, and that was the show, us reviewing every episode. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so I went into it, and I was like, okay, I haven't seen this since it came out. I remember it being really bad and whatever. And then we reviewed it, and I was like, actually, it is nowhere near as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. Like, th there are still things I still had a problem with, obviously. Right, I was right. like, okay, that's dumb. That's right. real dumb. But I was like, this is actually, it's like a giant Clone Wars episode. Just, it's you know, awesome. in some regards, not as good, but still, it's good. It yeah. is good. Yeah. And a lot of important things happen in this. Like, we'll talk about in yes. a second, you know, when Ahsoka is introduced and all that. Mm -hmm. But um, before we move on, I want to quickly uh, summarize the plot and Sweet. then we can get started. So. Done. It says, as more star systems get swept into the Clone Wars, the valiant Jedi Knights struggle to maintain order. Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan learner Ahsoka Tano embark on a mission that brings them face to face with Jabba the Hutt. Plotting against them is evil Count Dooku and his agent Asajj Ventress, who would ensure that the Jedi would fail. Meanwhile, Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi lead the clone army against the forces of the dark side. Dun, dun, dun. I, I really wish I could remember when I first saw this because I, <laughs> I know for a fact um, when I first saw this and well into the Clone Wars series, I detested Ahsoka. I didn't Same. even dislike her. I detested oh, yeah. her. Same. And to say that now makes me so sad because I love Ahsoka now and Same. I love Ashley and Same. the fact that I would ever say something bad about the character she voices makes me feel like a really crummy person. <laughs> but why did you hate her? I I hated her because I when I found out who this girl was, um, I was mm -hmm. really excited that there was a girl in Star Wars and I was like, whoa. And and yeah. we were about the same age. Like I was twelve when this movie came out. Oh, um, perfect. And I was probably either 12 or 13, you know, when the series came out. Mm -hmm. And she is, I believe, 14 
in the show, I think. Cool. And so anyways, we're similar in age, whereas like Leia was a little bit older than me and any other female characters. So I was really excited to have someone that was like my age and she was a Padawan. I thought that was so cool because when I was little, like I've talked about this before, I used to dress up like a Jedi and I just thought it was awesome. And I was just stoked that she was a Padawan. And then I saw her and I thought she was the most annoying little brat ever. (laughs) I, I could not stand her. And I was really, really bothered by the way she was dressed. Like, When I was little, yeah, the tube top. Like, when I was little, I always dressed very modestly, and that was, like, encouraged when I was little. And, you know, whenever I went shopping as a kid, it was really hard to find clothes that I liked because a lot of the clothes were, like, little short shorts or little mini skirts, and I just, like, wasn't that type of person. I just didn't really care for that. Mm -hmm. And... And even when I went shopping as a kid, it would be very disheartening to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go find a cute outfit for school. And then I came up empty handed because everything was too skimpy. And then to have a character that I wanted to look up to and she was dressed skimpy in my mind, like what she was wearing to me at that time was like no go. Whereas now I'm like, oh, whatever, it's tube top. (laughs) But at that time, I was just really disappointed that that's how she looked. And I really wanted her to be wearing like full Jedi garb because that's what I wore when I cosplayed as a Jedi. And that's how I thought of female Jedi. I thought of them just wearing the same outfit that the guys would wear. And Mm -hmm. so that was like really, really irritating to me. Um, (laughs) So when she got her new outfit in season three, that's when I actually started to like her and it was for many other reasons like her character changed a lot at that point but Mm -hmm. also the outfit um (laughs) it has a lot to do with the clothes guys that's funny um yeah so it was just disappointing and i just thought she was really irritating and yeah i don't have a lot of depth to this it's not like i have some amazing (laughs) reason why i didn't like her it just it was uh it was disappointing it was it's not who I envisioned in my head. Like when I was that age and I thought of a young Padawan who was also a girl who was also fighting in a war, I picture someone who is fully clothed and (laughs) someone who is like serious and not jokey or like snippy. I don't know. Sure. Picture her being a little mini badass. And and she is a little mini badass, but at the time I felt like some of her dialogue was annoying. But anyways. Fair. Why didn't you like Ahsoka? I okay, so the the main reason, and if I could go back to two thousand and eight, Brian, I'd tell him to calm down. (laughs) Uh the main reason I, I said I I didn't necessarily hate her. I hate that she existed. You hate that he had a Padawan. Yes, because at the time, mind you, I have to preface this, at the time, you know, uh, you know, episode three was my favorite movie, still is, and I was like, wait a minute, Anakin had a Padawan? You're telling me, when they're telling him, like, you can be on the council, but you don't have a rank of master, you don't think he'd bring up a Padawan? Mm-hmm. Like, he'd be like, oh, for years I had a Padawan, we're not going to talk about this? Yeah. And that bugged the hell out of me. I was like, you had a Padawan? We're not going to acknowledge it, especially at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that really rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Blah, blah, blah. And now like it said, makes complete sense. Yeah, which now is so I'm like, funny. Hey, like, hey I 2008, love that. Brian, take a seat. 
You know? Yeah. <laughs> Take a seat, was, young was, Skywalker. Yeah. Mace Windu should have been talking to me. <laughs> so, so that was a big, that was a big, big problem I had with it. Um, at, uh, at the beginning for sure. Um, I, to this day, still can't stand R2E. I, um, yeah, same. That's, that's still R2-y. nails on chalkboard. Um, I get, I mean, it's fun. Cool. But yeah. uh, I can't stand it. And she, she's a Jedi. She's a Padawan. We're in the middle of a war. I understand the context and tone of the series, mm-hmm. but like, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> At the time I was like, show a little respect, you know, but you're like, no, Sky Guy. Hey, what's up? Bubbo, finger guns. Yeah. I'm like. People are dying. And she started that like right out of the gate. That's what was annoying yeah. is that she didn't even build a relationship with them. It was just like right off the bat. She's like a sky guy. And I was like, girl, chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, this isn't this isn't a, a Ahsoka thing. This is a if any character <laughs> had come up and be like, hey, what's up, our, uh, sky guy? And like talking back. I'm like, dude, we're in a war zone. Yeah. Uh, that's Anakin Skywalker you're talking to. Like little respect, you yeah. know, where now, I mean, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters. So it's like. Oh, how far we've come. But man, at the time, she rubbed me the wrong way. And like, stinky? Really? Like, good thing that Jabba's son doesn't speak basic. Yeah. You know, imagine, <laughs> imagine if like, when he got home, he's like, Dad, she called me stinky. But like, <laughs> like, there's a whole other problem. But Yeah. yeah I, so that, that was a, <laughs> a problem. <laughs> I, I kind of love that I dislike this character so much from the beginning, though, because then her journey and her character arc yes. means so much more. If I loved her all the time... I think she would be far lower on my list of favorite characters. I love. I agree. Yeah, I love the characters that have like intense story arcs. Like, I really, really like Asajj Ventress because of what everything, like all the stuff she goes through, and mm-hmm. like Clone Trooper Fives, everything he goes through, and Ahsoka for the same reason. I remember oh, yeah. I really started to like her in season three, but to be honest, like to be completely honest, when she spoiler alert if you haven't watched all of clone wars <laughs> turn this off for a second um when she left the jedi order that had zero effect on me when i first watched it i remember watching it at a friend's house and i was uh my friend had it was her and her little sister and i remember they were like bawling their eyeballs out when that happened <laughs> and i was sitting there laughing at them because that's how much i disliked Ahsoka. still i mean i liked her a little bit but not enough to care sure and it wasn't until Rebels, when she walked down that ladder, I was watching that in college. I was in my dorm, watching it on my computer. And when she walked down that ladder, or climbed down the ladder, I mm. literally said, oh my God, she's a freaking queen. Like, that's what I said <laughs> out loud. And it was just so cool to see how much she had changed. And then now, like, with the ending of Rebels, we really see how much she has grown and changed and we have like the ahsoka book and we know so much more about different parts of her story that make her so complex and so amazing but um it's just so funny that like it's just interesting to look back at that and be like wow i was so naive that i hated this girl so much and i didn't even think about how amazing she could be and like what she's gonna blossom into i was just judging her for what she was that's funny. I had a similar thing because when I watched it the first time, uh, the the same thing. When she went away, I was like, "Oh, that that sucks." Yeah. And that was all I had, you know. But yeah, now that you think, now that you say that, it was Rebels when she came. It's like, oh snap, she's been through some stuff. Yeah, exactly. And she's still around. And now when I rewatch Clone Wars episodes, uh, and I have that in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, this yeah. is a great character. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like if I would have just if I would have just let it play out, you know, but right. you know. We're emotional creatures. And (laughs) after the panel that Dave and Ahsoka and Pablo did at Celebration Europe, that made me appreciate her so much more too, knowing the parts of her story that were untold and just were so complex. And then now, like with the continuation of the Clone Wars, it's going to make me love her even more because we're going to see those stories. So it's it's just great. I um I just remembered something real quick that I want to mention when I was talking about how much I disliked her outfit. Um, mm-hmm. I had all the action figures when I was first Uh-oh. getting into the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and I had I had a tube top Ahsoka, and I, I remember I hand sewed her a poncho <laughs> so that she wouldn't be dressed that way oh like that's cover how yourself up, girl. serious it got <laughs> i was like girl i'm gonna cover you up and i made her a little poncho i don't even know if i, I probably still don't have it but um that is so funny that's how far it went <laughs> <laughs> that's how far it went yeah clothes clothes matter we learned clothes. this from the episode two prequel defense force yeah. that clothes play a big part in clothes are in very important to me cover yourself up girl (laughs) (laughs) my thing was she was just so young like Mm -hmm. so young (laughs) (laughs) but anyways we'll we'll move on from that i just had to share that because i thought it was funny that i made her little that is great you could have just taken it off of the tatooine qui-gon figure and just here well you know that would make too much sense brian I'm over here. How can Qui-Gon fix this problem? I didn't have a Qui-Gon figure. That's okay. I have enough for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to say, when I watched this this past weekend, and mm-hmm. it, towards the end of the movie, it's like, I believe it's, I know Ahsoka is in the gunship, but I think Anakin and Obi-Wan are there as well, and they're all wearing their cloaks. And Ahsoka has one on too. And I was like, why the heck didn't I make her a cloak? Like, why did I make her a poncho? I know she wears a poncho in the show, but anyways, I was like, that's really cool. But yeah. Okay. Getting into the actual plot of this movie. um, Here we go. It's very kid friendly, which I Mm -hmm. think is great now that I watched it again. Like it's all about uh, Jabba the Hutt's son being kidnapped Rhoda the mm-hmm. Hutt, who I will probably call Stinky because I forget that his real name is Rhoda. Um, <laughs> again, like I, I wish I could reference back to what I thought about this movie when I first saw it, but I really don't remember a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So watching it this past weekend, I just, I love that that's the plot. I think it's so cute. Yeah. And it's so easily accessible for kids to understand what's going on. It's not like too Definitely. political to where you can't follow it. Yep. They're just like, oh, they took a son, and that's what's going on. Exactly. And then he's trying to hire literally everyone to yeah. save him, to yeah. get him back. Um, this is also the first time we meet Zero the Hut. Yeah, it is. Who is my <laughs> most hated character in all of Star Wars ever. Ever. Savannah. Even, even more after than the Spontary. Agent I rant. yes even after agent kolar i feel sympathy for agent kolar because i'm sure he was just thinking about what he wanted to eat for dinner fool (laughs) (laughs) oh man i hate zero so much does he not bother you i would rather have zero a star wars story than agent kolar to a book holy cow i have a deep deep hatred for agent kolar wow yep 
No offense to the actor. <laughs> Good job. Do you want to come on the Instagram uh, interesting cool. podcast? Oh yeah. Yeah, no. You know what? No, I wouldn't. No, that'd be mean. Because I would talk I I I feel like I would instinctually kind of glaze over his Star Wars bit and just talk about all his other movies. Wow. All right. I know. What I'm did sorry. you think about the plot of this movie when you first saw it? Like I know you said you didn't like the movie, but like um, what all went into that? It's like for the I would say it's harder to say my opinions outside of the negative on my first go around because that's really all I remember. Yeah. Um, Did but you I not like say, the plot though? I didn't like any of it. Oh, okay. Like I kind of glazed over the whole thing. Like it was the second Ahsoka showed up and was saying Sky Guy and Artui, I think I like tuned out. Oh. I was like, oh god, what yeah, is? Yeah, it like super happening? turned you off. Yeah, like the and the fact that she was the main character is like, oh no, what's happening? Yeah. Um, but you know, hindsight, she's awesome and I get it. Uh, but now, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's a really cool idea. You know, the execution is very much kid friendly, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, so that definitely colors it a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's cool. I mean, you know, Jabba having a son, the son getting kidnapped, the fact that it's all Dooku's plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's a great story. I think it's cool. I really like it. This movie is so beautifully animated and I never realized that until I, watched it this most recent time like in the beginning Agreed. of the movie when they're on christophsis and they're fighting um against the droids like mm -hmm. if you look in the background of a lot of these shots the sky is beautiful and it almost looks like a watercolor painting and then it has like the 3d animation on top of it but if you ever watch this movie again like pay attention to the things in the background because they're so pretty and there's so much depth to the animation and mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think I just assumed that it was going to be super blocky and like their mouths were going to barely move when they talked. But when I watched it again, I was like, wow, this is actually really good, you know, for yeah. the first big animation project that Lucasfilm did for 3D mm -hmm. animation. Yeah. Like they killed it. Agreed. Totally agreed. I, <laughs> I, I got to ask you, why do you hate Zero? Oh, God, his voice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> My name is Zero the Hut. <laughs> I can't. I can't listen to it. Spot on. <laughs> that needs to be a new thing. You need, you need, to, you need to open the show. <laughs> That's Zero. <laughs> Welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. My name is Zero. This is my co-host, Sass Noodles. <laughs> oh, I didn't know I needed that in my life. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I really don't like him. And you know what's sad is in the actual series, he is in so many episodes with Cad Bane, who is my one true love, and I hate it. <laughs> the cost. <laughs> yes. God. I had to suffer so much in those episodes just to watch Cad Bane. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, dude, I actually really like Zero. I like Huts. Cause I, I don't I think understand it's such that. A cool, dude, I think it's such a cool idea in episode six that, like, the big shot gangster, you know, putting mm -hmm. together crew is, uh, shout out to Sky Talkers again, is, <laughs> like, this giant, like, slug that's super dangerous and has a rancor underneath his seat and just, like, I think Jabba's awesome. And Star Wars, there's so many different huts mm -hmm. uh, within the EU and the new EU now. Like, dude, you got, so Zero, you got like a purple tattooed hut from New Orleans. 
And then you've got Jabba the Hutt. You got his dad Zorba the Hutt, which is like this hut with a giant beard mm-hmm. and like braids. You got Grokkus from the comics, who's like this jacked, like six pack hut with a lightsaber <laughs> necklace. You got Nima, you know, Nima the Hut from a uh, Nima Outpost mm-hmm. on Jakku, where she's like a snake in the desert. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's I didn't of, know like, huts you know. could have six packs. Oh, dude, have you never seen Grokkus the Hut? How do you spell that? I'm going to Google it. G R A K I S S? Dude, I think he's my favorite hut. <clears throat> oh, G R A K K U S, my what bad. What the heck? Right? Look at him. This, guys, don't look that up. It's disturbing. <laughs> Some of them have like spider legs that they move around on. Yes. Yeah, what? that's a, uh, yeah, Gracchus, that's what he does. So he can like go on Narshada and stuff, places he can. He doesn't have to slug Cause, around. Yeah, because you know, when they like, you ever see Zero try to run? He's like, eh, eh, yeah. eh. You know, like outside, that's why I like Nima the Hutt a lot from Jakku, because she's on sand, so she can like snake real fast. Oh my gosh. Maybe I don't I like know. them because I don't like snakes, and they're kind of snakeish. I'm terrified of snakes, and oh. I hate them, but. All right, well, okay, that's yes. definitely not the reason. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like them. <laughs> I mean, it might be, but Gracchus is, re- see how cool Gracchus looks? He's got a lightsaber necklace. Yeah. Yeah. He's something, so all right. G- <laughs> Everyone look G R A K K U S the hut. Rock is the hut. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do so it. that's that's so I like huts. <sighs> zero, zero's he's one of a kind. So oh God. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I don't even know where to go from that. I will say that um Stinky Rhoda is a very cute little hutlet. He he's is a cute little guy and I can appreciate that part of the huts is they're little cute babies. Mm-hmm. I don't like cute. them when they grow up, though. <laughs> the cute is a strong term. Well, <laughs> it's like it's like baby porgs. Are they cute? Mm, no, baby porgs are not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby and, uh, porgs are not. Baby huts are like a a sentient so, bit of residue. So this is a little off topic, but let's talk about something. Let's do it. The whole premise of Ahsoka coming into the story was that Obi-Wan and Anakin were already on Christophsis and yep. they needed like reinforcements. They couldn't get a hold of anyone. And then mm-hmm. uh, a ship shows up and Ahsoka comes off the ship. And Obi-Wan had already requested another Padawan. And. A little weird. That was supposed to be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little weird. Um, because Anakin was still his Padawan. He's like, Qui-Gon did it. Yeah. And Ahsoka <laughs> gets there and she goes, actually, I've been assigned to Skywalker or however she says it. Mm-hmm. And Anakin is like, what? No way. Never in a million years. Heck no. You are Obi-Wan's Padawan. Mm-hmm. And, she, but she gets stuck with Anakin. Like she ends up helping him out and they bond and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But... I think it's at the end of the movie. Um, there's a part where Anakin, I think he asks Obi-Wan, like, kind of like, did you did you put her up to this? Like, did you kind of organize this? And it's kind of smirked off, I think. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what you think about this. Because Yoda was the one that said she was assigned to Anakin. And right. I don't foresee Yoda doing that. Like, I don't... Oh, I don't okay. really... Uh, think that was 
I don't know. I just, I think it's weird um, that Yoda Mm -hmm. would say that when obviously Yoda doesn't really trust Anakin as a whole. And But does he not trust Anakin? I don't think he does. We know Mace Windu doesn't. Mace Windu doesn't trust anyone. Mace Windu's a thug. He's out there. He's seen some stuff. Yeah, he ain't (laughs) trusting nobody. He's friends with, um, what's his face from Solo? Woody Harrelson, Beckett, yeah, Beckett. <laughs> Beckett saying not to trust anyone. That's right. He knows. Um, uh, so how well, do you think this all came about? I, in proper dorky diva show fashion, am going to disagree. Okay. That's good. <laughs> we haven't had a, a, enough of that. <laughs> I know. God, we've been too agreeable lately. Um, so the Jedi Apprentice series, you know, with uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Uh, God, I am always bringing up Qui-Gon, aren't I? I don't think about it, but it just happens. Okay. Uh, so, We're used to it by now. Anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should be. Um, so that that series is one of my favorite book series of all time. And in the first book, uh, Qui-Gon doesn't want a Padawan, and he's just kind of going off doing his thing. And Yoda keeps telling him, he's like, you should check out this Obi-Wan kid. Like, I feel like your destinies are intertwined. And Qui-Gon's like, mm, I don't think so. So he doesn't take him on. And then later on, Obi-Wan gets sent off to the Agricor. He isn't going to be trained as a Jedi. And Qui-Gon happens to be hitching a ride on a ship going to the same place to investigate something on a mission. And they end up doing this mission. And at the end of it, Qui-Gon's like, I don't know, maybe you could stick around and learn a few things, right? Mm-hmm. So that made me think about this situation as well. It's very similar. Um, but in that, in the, in the book, Yoda's very much like, I feel like the Force is telling me you two are supposed to be doing something mm-hmm. you know your your paths are intertwined so with that in mind i do think yoda did send ahsoka for anakin okay i feel like he would be the type of person who is listening to the force as best he can and he goes you know what you need to be going to this like the fact that obi-wan put in a request mm-hmm. and then yoda's like actually i feel like you're supposed to go with anakin mm-hmm. that makes sense to me given what i know about the jedi apprentice series mm-hmm. So that's that's it, it makes sense to me that Yoda would do it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I guess mm-hmm. if Yoda had already been working with Ahsoka, because Yoda trains all of the younglings, yeah, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. He would already kind of know her attitude and personality yes. and understand that she would be a good balance to match with Anakin and not Obi-Wan. Agreed. I mean, they even address it in the movie when he says, like, you know, you would never have made it as Obi-Wan's Padawan, but, but you, you might, might make, make it, it as mine. mine. And then you're like, like that's Aww. Yeah, and, like, that's so perfect because I don't think she would have been able to be anyone else's Padawan. Yeah. You know, they would have been like, this isn't working. You're not paying attention. You know, you need to go, like, this isn't going to happen. You but, know, but Anakin's like, maybe. And if, if you are one to believe that Yoda... Sorry, I totally just burped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you heard, did you hear that? I did not. Oh but we're leaving this God. in. <laughs> if you want to believe <laughs> that Yoda just, would like, do something. It came out of the back of my throat, too, and I didn't even like cover my mouth. So I, if you didn't hear it, we're just going to keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, if you're one to believe that Yoda put ahsoka up to be anakin's padawan then how do you Mm -hmm. feel about his decision to not believe her when she was being framed see that is a tough one like that hurts uh, that hurts yeah 
for absolutely Even more. um that whole situation um i haven't seen it in a while so i would definitely like to refresh all mm-hmm. the details before i get too into an opinion on it mm-hmm. uh i don't know I don't know. that's a rough one that whole situation is really rough yeah oh we're gonna you know? get to it in a few weeks because we're gonna be talking about that's fine by show. me that is fine by me it but, just yeah it's a and i don't the whole thing is rough. yeah we'll definitely talk about this more like when we get to those episodes because i do want to kind of get in depth about that but just like, yeah absolutely on a surface level right now it makes it so much more tragic because absolutely because not that it's Yoda's fault, but if it's tough, it's like he should have trusted her more. Agreed. When all of that went Agreed. down, and he didn't, so, and that's sad. It's very sad, and it definitely a betrayal to her. Yeah, you know the whole order, the fact that they turned on her. But it's like right. the the lens of the Clone Wars is another big factor in a lot of this because mm-hmm. none of the Jedi are on their game. None of them are thinking clearly. There's a war going on. Innocent people are dying, and it's up to ten thousand people to save a galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, with an with an infinite army of battle droids. You know, it's like their their mind is not where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, Palpatine's playing sleight of hand like crazy, having them look at this hand while doing this with the other hand. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I, I I get it. I'm not justifying it all, but I'm saying that the math checks out mm-hmm. as to why some of the things happened the way that they happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh sad i know it really is it's sad and it's sad for ahsoka because even though Mm -hmm. plo koon was the one that found her and she was also betrayed by him if yoda was the one that trained her as a youngling Mm -hmm. and that's someone she obviously looks up to like you you always looked up up to your teachers especially if you like your teacher and who wouldn't like yoda but Mm -hmm. to know that he betrayed her in that part of her life was and I'm sure that's one of his many, many regrets sitting alone on Dagobah. That's why he holds his heart in episode three. Exactly. When someone shoots at him, he was actually holding his heart for Ahsoka. Because he thought, oh. OMG, clones were shooting at her. And now I'm living it and my heart hurts. Exactly. Yep. He was just, he was looking in the wrong area. Yep. Sucks. Yep. Aww. But you know, as Caitlin Pleasure says, Star Wars is tragedy. Yep. That oh makes gosh. three Sky Talker references. Ba-bam! We need our own Sky Talkers bingo. They have their Sky Talkers bingo where they have to cross off all their favorite lines. And we need to have mm. a Sky Talkers bingo where we just quote their favorite lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> our Sky Talkers bingo is a proper Sky Talkers <laughs> bingo in the sense that we talk about Sky Talkers. Yes. <laughs> I love it. We're fans, guys. We're big fans. Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah, so that's 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 where I'm at. How about you? Um, I don't even know where to go now because right. welcome to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to mention though, and this was the one thing I other than Zero the Hut that I found myself feeling distaste towards when I watched this over the weekend. Um mm-hmm. when Dooku and Anakin fight in this movie, yes. it makes zero sense because <laughs> <laughs> because he cuts his arm yep. off in episode mm-hmm. two, and right. then in episode three, Obi-Wan says, this time, we'll take him together, and Anakin goes, I was just about to say that. Or mm-hmm. is that how it goes, or, or is it that's the That's exactly how it goes. Oh, okay. Nope, that's how it goes. And I don't really like that they also fought in between those movies, because then that line kind of loses its flavor. 
Yeah, the my powers have doubled since we last met, Count. Yeah. Good. Twice the pride, double the fold. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like, does it really um, bother you, or is it just kind of like whatever? It's the Clone Wars. That one, that one doesn't super bother me because what if he wasn't talking about the last time they fought as being Episode Two? What if he just means the last time they fought was the last time they fought? It's not even that line that gets me. It's the it's the Anakin Obi Wan exchange. Oh right, because Anakin took him by himself. Yeah, and handled it. I mean, didn't. Well, you know, he didn't win. Like he left, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Like he didn't get another arm chopped off. That's true, but at no point was he going to win. No, but he held his own for the time that he needed he to. Did. He, yeah, he definitely did better than the previous fight that they had. Yeah. But I think I'm I'm just going to do the fanboy retcon and try to justify everything. That's okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I mean, when they're talking about, the, like, all right, if we're actually going to beat him this time and not have him keep getting away, yeah. like every time you fight him by yourself, yeah. uh, let's take him together. Okay. And then, you know, Anakin's a little throwaway, like... I was going to say that. Okay. Like, you know, it, it ends here. If we both take him at the same time, he's not going to get away like yeah. every other time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I can see yeah. what you're saying. There you go. That helps. There you go. That helps me out. I'm here for you. Thanks. Um, I really like Padme in this movie. <laughs> Guys. Same. Shocker, because I usually don't like Padme. Um, That's true. I love her in this movie because she's just like taking care of business and she's doing a lot of stuff on her own. And yeah. I really like it when... At the end of the movie, she's like on the hologram in front of Jabba and she is, Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what she says to Jabba, but then she turns to Anakin and says, um, she says something like, something Skywalker, um, she's basically praising him for his help, you know, I'm not good Mm -hmm. at remembering all the words. Um, and he addresses her as like, Senator, you know, thank you so much for your help, blah, blah, blah. And I just love seeing those times when they are obviously married, but right. they have to act like they're just normal people that know each other. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's cute. Yeah, I agree. Oh, you want you want to you want to go into a little dive and get some opinions? Sure. I got one for you. Sure. So when uh, Asajj Ventress has Rex, right? Mm-hmm. And Jedi mind tricks him into calling Anakin. Mm hmm. And there's uh, there's the bit where, you know, he tells him, like, Anakin, I'm over here. And Anakin's like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. He called me Anakin. Mm-hmm. He, here's here's the quandary, right? So Asajj Ventress had him under a Jedi mind trick. Mm-hmm. Did she? Because when you're under a Jedi mind trick, everything we've seen prior, you say what you're meant to say. Right. You know, they, they have control of your mind. They're driving. You say a lot of times word for word what they said. Right. Then... If Rex is under Jedi mind trick, how was he able to say Anakin? Because mm-hmm. he always says general. And that's why he tipped off Anakin. But how would he be able to tip them off if under a Jedi mind trick? How so would he not Rex be under a Jedi there? mind trick? Our clones aren't like, immune to that, right? They're not. And that's the question. Was he? Or was he not? If he, if huh. he was under a Jedi mind trick, how was he able to tip Anakin off? Yeah. How was he able to maintain it? Or yeah. was he not under a Jedi mind and trick? He just said that. In which case, how did he resist it? Hmm. Yeah, think about that one. Ah, uh, that's interesting. These are things that keep me up at night. That would never keep me up at night. Well, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's, I'm trying to think if there's a reason for that. But I mean, if you've been thinking right? about it every night since this movie came out, I'm sure you don't have an answer yet. I don't. That's the crazy part. <laughs> so if anyone has any ideas, yeah, hit us up. Dorky Diva Show. Yeah. Dork, dork, dorky David group. 
on Facebook. Yeah. Huh. I've never even noticed that. I know. Well, this is the plight of me. Speaking of Asajj Ventress, though, I I do remember always liking her character. Um, Same. I really liked her in the micro series, and I remember there was this, like, Ventress video game on StarWars.com years and years and years ago, and I just played it all the time. And oh, yeah. in this movie, I really liked her in the series. I loved her. And then with her ar- her story arc in in the Clone Dark Wars Disciple. series. Um, oh, God. Dark Disciples, a whole other conversation. We have got to talk about that book one day. Um, Say when. She, she's just awesome. Like, I, I love all of the stuff she's been through to get where she ended up, basically. Um, uh, yeah. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I don't want to talk about Dark Disciple yet because I know there's going to be people listening to this, aka my husband, that has not read the book yet. And I'm, I dude, got to read it. He owns it's, it too. He owns dude, the book. He's got to read it. Listen to it. The audiobook is amazing too. I don't know if he's into audiobooks, but. Hey, Sean, get into audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, yeah. So I don't want to talk about the ending of her story. Um, but in the actual Clone Wars series with. Uh, Dooku betraying her and all that. Like, I just oh, really yeah. like her, and I like seeing how she started off with him in this movie. Mm-hmm. And man, she took yeah. care of business. Like, she's oh, yeah. freaking awesome, dude. She's great. I love her fight in this movie with Obi Wan. Me too, because he's just toying with her. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, my sweet. Well, <laughs> and they to... they continue to have these one on one like flirty fights yeah. ever since like i love it it's like a like trend the, there's even a line in uh and it's not a spoiler there is a line in dark disciple when they're like all right we're gonna somebody needs to go check out asajj ventress and obi-wan's like hey watch out for her she's uh she's pretty great i know <laughs> i know oh i love it <laughs> it's so good sometimes yeah, asajj ventress is i remember awesome. when i when i like when the clone war show was out and airing like weekly uh mm-hmm. I definitely had a, ha- a headcanon that they were together. That's weird. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Not like super romantically, but just like if they ever joined forces to fight together in the galaxy, like. Pit stop. I just kind of like them. That's okay. I'm into it. Like if I could see them fighting together on yeah. the same side. Yeah, why not? I'd be into it. Especially toward the end. Yeah. Yeah. Massage Ventures is awesome. Sounds random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that our lightsaber connects into a double-bladed lightsaber. Yes. I don't like how it looks when it's connected, but I like it. Yeah. It's like a weird bendy straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like the part in this movie when Ahsoka is fighting the Magna Guards by herself, and she's got Stinky yeah. strapped to her back, and she's just... She's scared because I think she realizes like, oh no, I can't handle this. And then she does. I really like that. Yeah, me too. That was... I like when they're climbing up the wall on the on the beetle walkers mm-hmm. and they're blocking blaster bolts while going up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool sequence. I think it's sad that I didn't appreciate her when this movie came out because she really did hold her own in this movie. Yeah. It wasn't like she was waiting to be rescued. Like she, she wished Anakin was there when she was fighting those Magna Guards, but she sucked it up and realized, okay, it's just me. I got to do this. And she did. Mm-hmm. No, she's great. In she's hindsight, great. I'm like, oh, 2008, Brian. I know. Isn't doing? that so sad? <laughs> Such a boob. <laughs> she's yeah. so precious. Agreed. Um, do you <laughs> have any other thoughts about this movie that you want to share? Um, I do enjoy Obi Wan a lot yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like his snark is pretty great. Because mm-hmm. that's one thing I like about Obi Wan is like, even under pressure, he's still like, 
he's one of the greatest Jedi of all time. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't let... You can never tell if he's, like, super under pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can kind of shrug it off so much so that, like, you know, it lands in the middle of a thousand battle droids. And he's like, hello there. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's awesome. And in this movie, I like that when he meets with that dude, the head of the the droid army on Christophsis. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, let's just talk. And he uses a force and grabs a table. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's have tea. Let's just hang out here for a little bit. I just think that's cool. He's just so nonchalant. Yeah. And then he's like flirting with the size of interest while they're fighting. Like, Obi-Wan, you're so cool. Yeah. So I really like Obi-Wan in this movie. I like him too. I, I love Obi-Wan always. Like he's same a beloved character of mine. I same. Him. I like him a lot. It's interesting that this show has, or not the show, the uh, movie has so few characters in it. Like they really pared it down. There's just like a few True. main Jedi, you know, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, and then like um, Mace Windu's in there for a little bit. You have Yoda, and then it's just like Dooku, Ventress, Palpatine's in there for a little bit. You have a couple main clones, the Huts. That's kind of it. Like there's really not a ton of people. Um, Agreed. And I love seeing how many characters come about in the rest of the Clone Wars series. Like there's just so many people oh, yeah. and so many different stories. And then you build upon these characters we saw from the very beginning. I love it. I just love it. Yeah, me too. It's one of my favorite things about the Clone Wars is like how many different characters there are in the show. Absolutely. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if I have any final thoughts about this. I'm just really happy that I watched it recently because mm-hmm. I used to write this movie off for a long time as a bad movie. And now I'm like, why did I ever think that? So we were dumb. Yeah. We were very dumb. Maybe one day I'll feel the same about resistance. Maybe. Maybe. Isn't that cool to know that even if I don't like something now, I might like it later. I think about that a lot with this movie as the example. Mm-hmm. When I think about like episode seven, episode eight, mm-hmm. you know, when everyone's like, the story doesn't make sense. I hate it. I was like, wait till episode nine. Let's wait till, wait till they're done talking and then be like, okay, yeah, I don't like this movie. Yeah. Cause this and this and this and this. But it's like, we're so in the middle of things. We have no idea how it's going to shake mm-hmm. out. We know what we saw, but that doesn't mean that's the way things are. Mm-hmm. You know, so. This movie, the budget was $8.5 million. And at the box office, it made $68.3 million. That's Jeez. nuts. And I didn't even hear about this movie when it came out. <laughs> so, <laughs> let, you know, who I, knows how many other people didn't really know it was out. I worked at the movie theater, a movie theater, uh, at the time when this came out. So I actually have the um, oh. the key the key art thing that went on the slides That's above cool. the outside of the theater. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a neat little thing. So I still I have that nice. around here somewhere. I love that this movie exists because it started everything. Like, The Clone Wars means the world to me. And Mm -hmm. it has led to so many different things in my life. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. So, yeah, I I just love that this exists. And the show was so successful afterwards. Because the movie was supposed to be part of the show. And then they decided to just clump it all together and turn it into a movie. So, Right. It's I like this great. movie because it thinks that it's very, it's very George. George mm-hmm. is so forward thinking all the time, mm-hmm. you know, down to like the technology he used to make the prequels. Like he's so ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. And this movie, like think about Ahsoka, like that's a character he created. Yeah. 
you know? So it's like, he, he's like, people are going to hate her right now. Just wait a while. It'll be fine. I remember. That's, that's pretty cool. It's super cool. And it, it's awesome that he can see past that and know yeah. that like people would eventually love her. And yep. I was just going to say, I remember Ashley, I think she put this in her book as well, but I remember her telling me one time that when this movie came out, like before it, when, when her character was announced, she got a lot of fan letters from around the world saying, you know, welcome to the Star Wars family, blah, blah, blah. We're so excited to see Ahsoka. And then the movie mm-hmm. came out and people hated her. And I guess she Ooh. read some message boards when the movie oh, no. came out about how hated her character was. And mm. I think she said she was in like a hotel room and she ordered cheesecake and just like ate cheesecake and cried the whole night. Fair. And which is like awful. I mean, how it sad is. is that? Knowing that you just landed a role in Star Wars and everyone hates you. And Sounds familiar. Yeah, I was just, I was leading here with something. <laughs> and, and look at her now. Like she is so loved. And every time Ahsoka is like mentioned in a panel or she's in like a reel of different character spotlights at a convention she always gets the loudest cheer from the audience always like i have always heard her get the loudest cheer when i was at the forces of destiny panel she got a louder cheer than ray did and daisy ridley was there like it's True. amazing how much people love her and so it's one of those things like right now when we're going through all the stuff with rose and people not liking kelly marie tran and getting so much hate it's like hopefully mm-hmm you know, 10 years from now, you never know. Cause it's been 10 years since the Clone Wars movie came out 10 years from now, who knows what people's reaction will be to Rose and the relationship people have that with that character. And hopefully it all turns out good because it's just crazy how, um, how hated Ahsoka was in the beginning. And now, like I, I remember one time wearing an Ahsoka shirt to Disney and I was in line to meet Chewbacca and a guy in front of me, like a big burly, very manly looking dude in front of me was like, Oh, I like your shirt. Is that Ahsoka Tano? I said, yeah, that's her. And he goes, man, she's my favorite character in star Wars. And I was like, that is so cool. Like, that's so awesome to hear someone say that, especially coming from a guy because a lot of women love Ahsoka, but to hear it coming from so many men is just amazing. Like it's awesome. And so I hope that happens with other characters that are not so loved right now in the star Wars universe. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Like, we live in such an outrage culture. You know, it's very much, (laughs) how do you feel right now? Let's talk about it as if that's how you're always going to feel. Yeah. You know? It's like, dude, at Celebration last year, when you think about, like, the applause hating Christians and God was, like, shook the building. almost. (laughs) You know? And it's like, you think about, everyone talks about how awful Anakin is, they hate Anakin, blah, blah, blah. I was like, not what I saw. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and when you think about from the actor's perspective, like, they're not having crowds of people come up to them and say how awesome they are. Right. They're getting from the internet the negative, most like, exactly. you know? And so I I hope to God they figure out a way to get Ahmed Best to celebration next yes. year. Because he I want that dude to feel... Yes, yeah. dude. One of my favorite people in the whole world. And I want him to feel what he rightly deserves, yeah. you know, for what he did Me for too. Star Wars. Me too. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. The The people that are complaining now... Just don't listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> let them let them keep yelling in the corner. Don't listen if you acknowledge to the noise. Them. Yeah. Dude, speaking of plug time. Uh, <laughs> so the latest conversation I had with D, we actually go into that because there's a lot of people that will engage in the fight against trolls. And Wait, haters, you have to right? explain who D is in case people don't know who you're talking about. 
Oh yeah, okay. So there's a guy named Details. He's a light of a human being. He's incredible. Um, he's been a guest now twice on the Interesting Podcast. Check him out. You'll love him. He worked on episode seven, episode eight, um, solo. Oh. He's a creature performer. He's great. You'll absolutely love him. Check him out. Um, but we were talking about how, um, you know, people are always quick to hate on things, right? Mm-hmm. And then there is another side of the coin where people are always fighting those people. Yeah. They'll go out of their way to pick fights with them and stuff. The problem is that justifies their cause. Right. And now they have an enemy to engage in. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, never mud wrestle with a pig because in the end you're both dirty, but the pig likes it. Mm-hmm. And that's something to, important to remember. So Dee and I talked about this phenomenon because uh, at the time that we recorded it was around the time Ahmed Best came out about, uh, you know, his suicidal yeah. issue there. And he says, you know, don't engage. Let the people be as horrible as they are. But if they're just yelling into the void, that's going to do way more damage to them yeah. than uh, than acknowledging their argument and engaging in it. So, like, if you see people hating and being terrible, if you want to call them out, by all means, but just know that's what they want. Yeah. They they now have a face and, and, and a Twitter account to be like, these are the people ruining Star Wars. Like, let them yell into the void like the crazy people that they are. Yeah. You know, we're better than that. There's so much good. And, uh, They'll end up yeah, it's just shutting up when no one's there to listen to them. They're just exactly, yeah, exactly. Don't don't acknowledge the crazy, horrible people. Yeah, just let them do their thing in their own padded room. Yeah, you know we like Star Wars. We love it, <laughs> and I'm I love that Ashley's getting the recognition that she deserves. I think it's amazing. Um, I'm excited for uh, Kelly to start feeling that as well. Yeah, um, just uh, just just let it sit. You know, as I would say to 2008, Brian. Take a seat. Let it let it play out. Yeah. You know, I understand how you feel at the moment. Wait till it's done. Right. And like earlier when we were talking about resistance, we're not we're not mentioning that on the show to hate on it. We're just mentioning it to say, hey, we're not talking about resistance because of this. But here's where you can go to hear people talk about resistance. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to set this one out for now. But who knows? This could change one day. Maybe 10 years from now, we'll be talking about resistance on its 10th anniversary. You never know. Um, that's right so yeah when we i'm watching every episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm still watching it and i'm not gonna hate on it yeah. it's just not for me yeah but i just wanted people to know that we're not talking about us disliking it because of the fact that we dislike it we're just saying hey we dislike yeah, it yeah this is why you're not going to get a resistance show from exactly. us exactly that's exactly exactly yeah exactly and if you like it more power to you man that's awesome yeah i mean that's yeah we need people like that for star wars to continue like Agreed. So. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. Okay. It's a good time. It's a good time. Do you have anything else to say before we wrap up the show? Um. Can we just I talk? Hope everybody's doing okay. Can we just say real <laughs> quick, like, I'm really getting excited for Celebration. I am okay. I don't even I'm have very a ticket. Excited. <laughs> I, I, I have a ticket. I'm very excited. I'm also very nervous. Yeah. Why? Because I've I've only been to Chicago once. It was for like 30 minutes to go see the Bean. Um, I'm going by myself, so that's a weird thing. It's first time traveling like by myself to a place I don't know. Yeah. Like I travel by myself to go to places where I've been, where I'm from, where I know people. Yeah. Um, so that's a little weird. Also, it's going to be cold. I don't it like the cold. cold. It is going to be cold. I'm already planning mm-hmm. my outfits. I live in Florida. I don't have any outfits. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. Um, so it's going to be fun though. I'm nervous. I don't have a ticket. I'm, I'm still I'm figuring excited. out what I'm doing with that, but I'm not worried about it and it's going to no. be fun. And yeah, 
I'm excited. I'm just excited you... that it starts on my birthday and we're going to have a dorky diva meetup and yeah, we I'm are. somehow going to find cupcakes to bring. So, Or maybe Garrett's we're popcorn because they have like, Garrett's popcorn is a really big deal in uh, Chicago. So oh. if you've never had it. I know it, nothing about it. No. There's a... Wait, I, my Chicago is going, looking for 45 minutes for a parking spot, going to see the bean and then leaving to Decatur where I was headed. Oh, okay. Well, if you... If you are there, for anyone that's listening, if you are in Chicago at any point in time, especially for celebration, um, there is a really cool comic book store across from The Bean. So for all you nerdos out there that want to go look at comics and stuff, there's one really close to The Bean. So. Sweet. I don't remember the name I'm of it, so but excited. it's like super easy to find. Dude, it's celebration. I know. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. And so. the meetup's gonna be awesome. I'm excited to see everybody. The only reason why I'm cry. going is to like see everyone, honestly. And me. And because uh, I because I guilted people. you into it. No, I think <laughs> um, I think I just had to come to terms with the fact that it mm-hmm. wasn't gonna be in Florida or California. And then I was also really upset that Sean isn't gonna be going. Fair. So now that I'm okay with that and I'm just like, all right, like my mom is still now going, like I'm going to stay with my mom. So that'll be really fun because we always go to celebration together. Um, cool. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. It's really not See that far away are. either. Like I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I should probably book a flight. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm booking mine like around Christmas. That's what I'm going to do too. Okay, Brian, where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me online at Jedi Brian on uh, all social media sites: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, even Patreon. Uh, there, the uh, also go to iTunes, search my name Brian Balance or the Interesting Podcast, and you will find the Interesting Podcast, which is a show that I think a lot of people would really dig. They would love it. There's a lot of Star Wars guests on there. You love it, yeah? I appreciate mm-hmm. it. It's fun. It's fun. It's a if you like hearing stories about people who've lived very interesting lives. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And you can find me online at The Dorky Diva on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then my website is just thedorkydiva.com. If you need to get a hold of us, you can email us at dorkydivashow at gmail.com. If you have any questions, we'll answer them on the air. If you... Are you kidding me? Can you hear that? Nope. Okay. Someone's mowing their lawn right now. I'm just going to (laughs) continue. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash thedorkydiva. And I want to thank all of our amazing patrons right now. Alex, Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Daryl, Jen-Marie, Jem, Kristen, Michael, Cherie, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you all so much for the support. We are so appreciative. We love all yeah. of you. And we hope a lot of we you do. come to celebration. We want to meet you guys if we don't already know yes. you. Yes. So... Let's drink. Woo! Milk. <laughs> yeah. I'll drink beer with I you. I would like a Shirley Temple with extra cherries. <laughs> <laughs> I want booze. <laughs> um, that's 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 who we are. We have both sides of the coin here at the Dorky Diva Show. <laughs> I'm very very excited. Celebration's gonna be cool, friends. It's a big birthday party, basically. We're all gonna celebrate. It is. We're all going to celebrate the Dorky Diva herself who turns 18 years old. It's oh, my awesome. God, please. <laughs> I'll be 23, guys. Although oh, I feel I like remember I'm still the 18. Good old, oh, man. I remember the good old 23. <laughs> <laughs> Many moons ago. Yes, my eyes were brighter. Oh, I could see farther. Yeah. 
so much hope on the horizon. If you want to leave us an <laughs> iTunes review, we would love that. Five star ratings help us get found in the iTunes algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that wraps it up. Um, yeah, so we'll be back next time to talk about uh, season Wars. one of the Clone Wars. We're going to highlight our favorite episodes and arcs, and we hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you.